<clears throat> Can everybody hear me? Great, thanks. Hi all, uh, my name is Manoj Nair. I'm a technical program manager at AWS, and with me on stage today, I have Manjushwar Donti, MD for short, who is a dev manager at AWS. And today, we're gonna to talk to you about Amazon WorkDocs. So before we start, I just wanted to see, um, get, get a feel of the audience. With a quick show of hands, folks who are aware of WorkDocs, its capabilities, and, and what it does as a file collaboration service. Could you quickly raise your hands, please? One, two. Okay. And then on the flip side, um, people who are actually using WorkDocs today in your organizations for file sharing and collaboration. Quick show of hands. One. All right. So there's plenty of opportunity in this room today. That's how I look at it. Cool. Um, so this is good for me because now we can tailor the talk uh, from a perspective of what you know and what you'd like to know and what you guys can take away from the session in terms of information as you evaluate work docs for your purposes. So the agenda is, is, uh, is very simple. Um, we will start by outlining the collaboration challenges that we have heard from our customers. We will take a look at how WorkDocs is trying to attempt to solve some of the problems that our customers have told us they're seeing with regard to collaboration and file sharing. We will then look at uh, WorkDocs momentum um, that we've had this far in 2017. What have we done in terms of features we've released, how those features have been received by our audience, and what's the feedback we've got on, on the efforts we've done this far. We will then transition into use cases. So we'll talk about how customers have adopted WorkDocs, how they're actually using it to solve various business problems, and what they have got out of, out of the adoption process. And then we will deep dive into the core capabilities of, of, of the service. So we'll talk about features. We have some cool demos for you that you, we hope you'll find useful. And then we, we will tail up all of that with, um, with a recap and Q&A. The Q&A for us is not simply asking questions of, that you might have with regard to some of the issues that you've, you, you have that you need answered. We'd also like to look at feedback you might have. So areas and pain points that you are seeing today in your day-to-day lives around collaboration, file sharing, and what features you'd like us to actually go build in 2018. So look at the Q&A more as asking your questions, which we will take, and also getting feedback from you on what you'd like us to do in the coming year. Is that fair? All right, so let's quickly take a look at the collaboration challenges that we've heard our customers talk about. So if you talk to any enterprise today, any of the companies today, be it small, small, small or medium business or large enterprises, they all talk about the same thing, which is they're having an increasingly diverse workforce with very complex collaboration requirements. Way back five years ago, all you had to do was stand up a file share server, put some files in, set some permissions, and off you go. The person who wanted to access the file had access to your corporate network, access the files. Didn't have access to your corporate network, didn't have access to the files. Very simple, not an issue. All you had to worry was keep the server up, set the right permissions, and you're done. But the world is getting increasingly complex. You have the gig economy, you have contractors, you have third parties, and for your employees to be successful, they need to be able to collaborate in a frictionless manner with all of these people on a day-to-day -day basis. And that has increasing complex collaboration requirements. 
assuming that you did, you did the magic and you enabled people to go share in a frictionless manner. They can share with whoever they chose, they can set permissions, they can go about their work. Let's assume that that got done. Then you start facing the second problem, which is how do you know that they're sharing the right information with the right set of people? If they leave your organization, how do you know that your precious documents are not available on the internet for anybody to view? So now you're worried about data breaches, leakage, uh, loss of IP, and a host of other problems that comes with not having secure access to your data. And that is followed, of course, by governance and controls issues. All enterprises today, what they're sold, who have to do business with other enterprises or with customers, line themselves up with governance and certification requirements for that industry. It's all very simple to say that I'm going to go be compliant for certification so-and-so, or I'm going to be enabling my service for compliance for, so for, for certification so-and-so. But it's very, very hard for the administrators to actually make sure that their service is actually compliant. There's a lot of work associated to do that. And that becomes an increasing, increasingly high overhead for the administrators to be able to tackle on a day-to-day -day basis. And then, of course, there is auditing and tracking, which they have to do on a day-to-day -day basis. It's not as simple as looking at event viewer for a few small events. You have to be able to look at who did what activity, who accessed what file, what did they do with it. These are extremely complex questions that you have to ask on a regular basis and be able to get high-fidelity answers. And of course, you have to do all of this on a day-to-day -day basis while making sure that the costs are low and, and they're not ballooning with increasing storage and increasing usage of your service. So these are some of the challenges that we've constantly heard our customers tell us. And this is what we're trying to solve with Amazon WorkDocs. So just to close out on that, uh, the, the metrics that we have called out there in the last two bullet points seem to be relevant in terms of how the problem is going to manifest itself in the future. There are 42% CEOs who say they're going to see an even more significant increase in the diverse workforce. So all of the problems we talked today are just going to, ma to manifest themselves even more in the future because workforces are going to get even more, even more diverse. The way they work and the way they collaborate is going to get even more complex. And the next, uh, the next KPI we have there is about the average cost of a data breach to enterprises today is $6.3 million. And that's the only the ones that we are aware of. If you read the newspapers on a day-to-day -day basis, you will see many of these breaches are reported, and I can assure you there might be many other breaches that might not have been re reported, but which is less expensive. So these, in a nutshell, are the challenges that all of us face on a day-to-day -day basis. Sorry about that, just trying to figure out how to move the slides on this control. Okay, so now let's take a look at Amazon WorkDocs. So what is Amazon WorkDocs? Um, if you take, if you take a, a moment to, to think through what I just talked about, the collaboration challenges, the way you think about Amazon WorkDocs is the, Amazon, is, is the answer from AWS to solve these collaboration problems we just talked about. So Amazon WorkDocs is file collaboration services built the Amazon way, a simple, easy-to-use file management services for business, which can enable users to store data that they can access anywhere at any time and from any device, and all of it at low cost. Administrators can simply set up an Amazon WorkDoc site in 15 minutes and have their users be productive from day one. 
So now that we've talked about um, what Amazon WorkDocs is, you might, next, you might ask the next natural question, which is, why would I want to go ahead and use Amazon WorkDocs? And we like to answer that question from a perspective of two personas, users and administrators. From a user's perspective, uh, the value in WorkDocs is all about simplicity, the ability to simply upload files, be able to access them from any time, anywhere, be able to share the documents and files that they have with other users in a simple, easy manner without having to think too much about it or having to do too many other activities around it. They want to be able to collaborate on all these files all in one place without having to do partial collaboration in email, partial collaboration in chat, or partial collaboration in some other document somewhere. They want it all to be done in a single place, in a single location that they can keep track of and complete. And of course, they want to be able to extend the applications that they use on a day-to-day -day basis on their desktop into WorkDocs and be able to use it seamlessly. So those are the reasons why some of the users would value WorkDocs. IT admins, of course, have a different perspective on value proposition. IT admins require enterprise-grade security first of all. All the IT admins who are looking at their file server workloads on-prem, if they want to be able to move those file server workloads to the cloud, the primary requirement for them is they should have an uncompromised security-grade service that they can migrate to. They need to have strong audit controls, have ease of administration, because it is just not fair to be able to ex expect them to add to their existing administrative tasks by taking on one more service and having an additional set of administrative work to do. And of course, they, they, they want to be able to leverage cloud economics. We are all here on the simple um, philosophy that moving to the cloud is economical, moving to the cloud is cheap, and moving to the cloud is scalable. So that's the promise that the admins are looking for when they, try to, when they want to adopt Amazon WorkDocs. And of course, the la and last but not the least, is the familiarity aspect. WorkDocs today is built on familiar AWS services that you all may have used in the past. They're built on services like S3, EC2, and DynamoDB. So if you're already using AWS services and you're familiar with these services, using WorkDocs is as natural and, and just extends your familiarity to one more service in the stable. Let's take a brief look at the progress we've made in 2017. So we will talk about progress in, on, on two aspects. One is, of course, what have we, the WorkDocs team, done um, in terms of understanding user requirements and, and putting out features that can enable these requirements. And then there is another perspective on how our users have actually looked at what we have shipped this far and what their reaction is. We've shipped over 30 features in 2017 in, in keeping with customer feedback that we've heard. And some of the important features that we've shipped include shared using link, um, uh, real-time auditing, and uh, work, work drive for PC. All of these features that we've shipped this far have been in the top, end, in, in the top asked for list by customers. And as you, as you know, and you might have heard in other sessions, over 90 to 95% of our roadmap is actually informed by customer, customer requirements. So hopefully, um, the features that we've shipped in 2017 goes a long way in, in figuring in your plans in terms of adoption and in terms of meeting your requirements as you look at, uh, at WorkDocs.
And then it, we, we talked about how the, the features that we've shipped, um, what the response of the market has been in terms of the features that, that we've shipped, what are our customers telling us about the features that we've shipped. And we've seen a significant momentum in terms of customer adoption over the last year. We've seen about 908% increase in storage, which tells us that our users are increasingly using WorkDocs to store and access their files from any location on any device. We've also seen a significant increase in collaboration activities, 187%, with a complementary increase of about 150% increase in shares. So what this tells us is that the, the file sharing capabilities that we've added to WorkDocs, the ability for users to be able to simply share uh, files and collaborate on WorkDocs is going down well in the terms of them being able to use these features to meet their requirements. As uh, we, the one takeaway that I would like you to have over here is that we will continue to be looking at refining the experiences in these areas as we go forward in 20, 2018 and make these experiences even more better and even more fulfilling for users who adopt WorkDocs. Let's take a look at some of the use cases that WorkDocs um, is, is, that work enables. And this is useful in, in a couple of ways. One, it tells you, it, it shows you the flexibility and the, um, uh, and the ability of WorkDocs to be able to meet various important scenarios that you have in your mind around file sharing and collaboration. That is one. The second thing is, when we talk about it from a, from a perspective of the service enabling the use case, it is useful for you when you actually go through and evaluate your, evaluate your requirements once you're done with treatment, you're back in your organizations, you're looking at, hey, what do I need to do in this space? Do I need to do anything at all? If I do need to do uh, something about my file sharing workloads, if I do need to do something about my users who are demanding uh, a more improved model in terms of file sharing and, and, and collaboration, how will WorkDocs possibly enable some of the use cases I have? So that's what this slide talks about. WorkDocs, as we, as we briefly referred to, WorkDocs does start with, it starts with all about, it's all about um, with team productivity. So it starts with team productivity as the core of everything it does. You're able to easily set up a team site, you're able to easily set up your organizational or departmental site in a matter of few minutes and have all of your artifacts associated with your team, your department, all in one place. It doesn't require too many complex um, configuration settings. It doesn't require you to have too much of pre-configured information. In 15 minutes, you have a site name, you have an authentication model in your head, you're good to go. You have nothing else that needs to be done to create a WorkDoc site. Once you have the site up and running, secure file sharing comes in naturally. All you have to do is start importing, uh, importing files and folders into WorkDocs. You can simply drag and drop them into the web UI if you're so pleased. You can use our sync application to sync up large sets of files and folders. All of these go into your WorkDocs service are, are absolutely available to you in a base model that enables file sharing very simply. Once the files and folders are in WorkDocs, you can simply click on a file or click on a folder, share, start sharing, and off you go. You have a complete secure file sharing model in place. We have enabled external sharing by default. We have enabled sharing using link by default. And both of these allow you to have various forms of easy sharing with your customers. You can, you can enable with external sharing, you can share your files and folders with third party contractors. 
or, or with consultants who are, uh, who are maybe not be part of your organization. All of it is done simply through the use of an email address. You can use a share, using, share a link facility. You can simply copy a link, share it in email, share it in chat, and people will be able to access the file that you, that you have shared with them by simply clicking on a link. All of this makes secure file sharing a very simple experience. Conversation on files is a, is a, very, impo a, a very critical topic in the area of file sharing and collaboration, if you read general news around this topic. There are various, um, various um, companies who are trying to, who, who, who propose the concept of having a single place where you can collaborate with other people on all of the artifacts you collaborate with. Today, if you actually look, if you talk to a customer, you talk to an enterprise customer, you talk to a small or medium business organization, to collaborate with somebody, to collaborate with other employees, with external parties, you have to use multiple tools. You have to use your email, you have to use your chat, you have to use um, um, a Word document, you have to use a spreadsheet, you have to use some other project tool in, 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 in the cloud. And you have to bring all of these together in a manual process to be able to complete your collaboration activity. We are all about trying to unmind that complexity and make it more simple for you. The, the, the proposition that we are having on the table is you can perform all of your activities, anything you choose, whether it is sharing a document, um, uh, uh, having a conversation on certain parts of a document, editing a document, all of this can be done in one place so that you can track all your collaboration activities in one place and see them to conclusion. That's the promise of work docs that we're trying to keep. And we talk about that in terms of keeping all your conversations on files, and using conversations as, as, the ability, as, as the way for you to be able to track projects and see them to conclusion with minimum of fuss. And then there is, um, uh, there is the concept of business continuity. Now, assuming that you do take a bet on work docs and you do say that, hey, look, I'm going to go move all of, my, all of the critical files that my enterprise has, that's, that's the IP, that's the document store that we have that we value so much, and I'm going to move it to WorkDocs, I have an expectation that WorkDocs is going to have very high SLAs. And it's fair for you to accept that, and it's completely, uh, it's completely a reasonable ask. The good news here is that WorkDocs is built on top of tried and test tested AWS services like S3, DynamoDB, and EC2. So by the very fact that we've built on top of these services, we inherit their, their uh, reliability, their availability rates, and essentially pass that, uh, th those uh, traits that we inherit to the customer. So by the very fact that we're using these well-known services, who are well-known for their scale, reliability, and performance, you get all of those benefits implicitly by just using WorkDocs. Elastic storage is a given. I don't think we need to talk too much about it. One of the promises of, of cloud services is they are elastic in nature. You can ask for resources you need on demand, and the service naturally provides, provides it to you in optimal times. If you don't need a resource at any point in time, you unwind, and the resource is removed from your, from your usage, and you're not charged for it. That's the promise of the cloud service, and WorkDocs keeps that promise for you too. You can, take, you can ask for any amount of storage you like, um, over and above the one terabyte that we give you by default, and WorkDocs will provide you with the storage, with the storage you've asked instantaneously without, and charge you at local S3 rates. So 
all of the elasticity that you, you expect from other AWS services, you have those in WorkDocs as well. Excuse me, I have a bad cold. And of course, the last use case that we had to talk about was um, the um, building your own content experience. So what, if, if you talk to our users about collaboration, you say, hey, could you tell us what are, what are the requirements that you have? You can get as many requirements as people you're talking to. Collaboration is a very, very complex topic. People have diverse requirements, and people expect all of those diverse requirements to be met. We, even we do realize that we won't be in a position to be able to meet 100% of the requirements, and that there will be certain, certain requirements, there will be certain aspects that customers want that they are better off going and building themselves. To that extent, we have provided the WorkDocs SDK. The WorkDocs SDK is part of the AWS SDK and allows all our users to go build solutions uh, and experiences that they want that is custom tailored to their requirements. You can build things like DLP solutions, antivirus solutions, and your own con content creation experience by using the WorkDocs SDK. So these are some of the use cases that we thought we could highlight that would be useful for you as you evaluate WorkDocs for your enterprise requirements. Next, let's look at a, at, at a few customer stories that we have that we thought would tie in with the use cases that we talked about. So we talked about use cases in, from a perspective of how is a service going to enable these use cases. We wanted to take the next step in, 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 the, in the next two slides where we'll tell you how do customers actually use WorkDocs to enable those use cases. So it brings you closer to reality in terms of how WorkDocs is being used. The first customer we'd like to talk about is Gateway Engineers. It's, Gateway Engineers is a company that's among the top 500 structural and environmental engineering firms in the United States. They have three regional offices, and they need to be able to um, migrate their on-prem files of a workload and have um, a service in the cloud that can be simply managed with low administrative overhead and where they're able to go, uh, go share and collaborate on large um, CAD CAM files, which are shared between engineers as they work on different projects. They have been using, uh, they have been using uh, WorkDocs for about two years or more now, and they have been, they have been using, they've been using the service without, in keeping with all of the promises that, uh, that they expected when they started using WorkDocs. Uh, the next company we're talking about here is Delivery, which is a, um, uh, an e-commerce company based off of India who's, who specialize in, in last-mile delivery. Their requirement was to be able to quickly set, uh, set up sites where they can actually host very critical and confidential documents that can be shared with external parties with very low overhead. They had a tight work pool. They wanted to be able to share these documents very quickly under tight time constraints, and they wanted to do it with absolutely low overheads. They have been able to do that. Uh, the verbatim the, the quote of the, of the CTO who, who signed up and set up all of these work doc sites was within half a day, they were able to go set up all the work doc sites they needed with the permission levels they needed, with the access controls they needed to be able to go um, share the, the critical documents that they had with external parties. 
that's another customer story that I thought might be interesting to you. IMDB, I'm sure you're all familiar, about, familiar, you're all familiar with IMDB. It is the largest um, uh, movie and, and um, uh, uh, review-based site in the world, one of the, but the largest in the world, and they have large amount of content that needs to be shared internally and with customers. And they do all of that using WorkDocs. They have interdepartmental file shares where they host um, a large amount of files. They share these files both internally and with external parties. And they are able to perform conversational style collaboration on the content that they share with these sets of people. Continuing from with the customer stories, um, we have Amazon Worldwide Real Estate, um, which is a group inside Amazon which is responsible for all of the um, uh, real estate projects that Amazon has worldwide. Um, each of these projects, as you can imagine, have hundreds of documents and hundreds of tasks that they have to complete for starting from when, when they start off on a project and work through um, completing the project and setting up a site. They do tens of sites um, a year, and each of those sites have hundreds of documents, all of which are, sh are shared through WorkDocs. The documents need to be shared not just with internal team members of the site, they also need to be able to share it with external um, uh, parties, external stakeholders, such as um, contracting agents on site, um, lawyers, external lawyers who have to sign off on some of the contract documents. And they do all of this in, in a very simple, easy manner. Um, today, the WorkDoc site that worldwide, the Worldwide Real Estate Group hosts um, contains thousands of users, has terabytes of data, and is managed by just two people on a part-time basis. That should tell you something about how flexible and how easy to administer WorkDocs is. Condé Nast, I'm sure you've all heard of, is a giant media company that shares, um, that, that provides premium content to all of its customers world, on a world, uh, worldwide. They have content that spans uh, multiple uh, media types, and like magazines, movies, and so on and so forth. And these content get up updated on a very, very regular basis. The Condé Nast uses WorkDocs as its central repository for content media. So what they do is they host this content in a single location. They, they have many geos that are accessing the WorkDocs site and, they periodically, and the, the people who are accessing these, the, the WorkDocs site from these various geos periodically get notified when the content is updated. When the content is updated, they simply go onto the WorkDocs site, they download the new content, and they go ahead with their processing and whatever else it is that they do in terms of being able to publish content out. And last but not the least is Amazon Tax. Um, Amazon Tax is an, another group inside Amazon that is responsible for all tax and fiduciary responsibilities for, um, for, for Amazon. So they, do, they manage all of the tax responsibilities for Amazon. Um, Amazon Tax uses uh, WorkDocs as a repository for all of their tax documents, for not just the current tax documents, but documents that go over, over past years, which they are supposed to legally maintain and archive for, um, for legal purposes. So they use WorkDocs for storing, they, ha they use the WorkDocs audit mechanisms to be able to audit who accesses these documents, when, and they also use 
the WorkDocs permission model to make sure the right people have access to the right files at the right point in time. Uh, but as they were evaluating their work, their, their use cases, they found out that they had certain additional scenarios that they wanted to enable that was not quite enabled in WorkDocs today. And these were all around their tax auditors being able to, uh, to, to look at tax audit requirements and then start servicing these tax audit requirements in a particular workflow. So what they did was they implemented a workflow on top of WorkDocs. So they uses, used WorkDocs as a repository and they implemented a workflow and an application that, 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 that encapsulates the workflow on top of WorkDocs. And that is the application that, they use, that their, their auditors use on a day-to-day -day basis. This entire application was built using the WorkDocs SDK. So hopefully, um, I've given you, uh, we, we, we walked through the perspective of what are the problems the WorkDocs is solving, how WorkDocs is actually solving these problems, and how in real life, there are, there are customers who have used WorkDocs to be able to solve some of their problems. And I hope this, is, this will be good, good for you to relate to as you start thinking through your file collaboration challenges and evaluating WorkDocs for use in your organizations. Now let's switch gears and let's take a deeper look at some of the technical aspects of the product. And we'll start by looking at features in WorkDocs that uh, we classify as enabling easy collaboration. So, um, starting with the first, uh, in, in collaboration, the first thing that we always, uh, that our users talk about, and the first thing that our users actually want is being able to find the information that they're looking for or that's useful to them. Today, you have thousands of documents floating around, thousands of documents that refer you by name or are sent to you in email or sent to you in chat and whatnot, or, or available in other collaboration services. It is just the, the sheer volume of information that's being provided to you makes it hard for you to be able to remember which ones are important to you or which ones you need to act on. So the, the, the first ability that, that you need to have when, you use, when you're using WorkDocs is to be able to search for a file, search for an attribute they're looking for, and quickly and easily be able to find files that are important for you. The next aspect that we need to look at is once you have uh, access to the file, you either own the file or somebody else owns the file and you need to be able to access it. You need to have this easy permissions and sharing model built around WorkDocs that'll, that, that'll allow you to quickly, quickly access the file, share it with people you're interested in, or if it belongs to another person, ask the other person to be able to access information. So the, the sharing model that we have in WorkDocs is, is, is very critical to collaboration. Another critical point to point out over here is authentication as part of sharing. So to be able to share files, to be able to share files and folders, you need to be able to have, uh, you need an authentication mechanism that you can rely on where people are, uh, the, the people you're sharing with also have an identity. And WorkDocs enables that in multiple ways. WorkDocs can be attached to your enterprise Active Directory where you can use your enterprise, enterprise Active Directory users and security groups and extend that to simply um, have permissions associated with your files. So WorkDocs works seamlessly with your Active Directory. If you're logged into your desktop using your Active Directory credentials, you would be able to log into WorkDocs using SSO without any, um, without any issues. So it extends your Active Directory and, and applies that to the, to the sharing and permissions model in WorkDocs. 
we have um, an advanced style of conversational style of collaboration with file annotations and threaded comments where you can actually comment on a file, you can comment on sections of a file, and, and there are various activities that you can take around these conversations that essentially allow you to have a flowing collaborative st uh, conversation style collaboration on files and folders that you're interested in. In addition to that, we have advanced features like uh, inviting others to view your files and folders. We have file lock and unlock capabilities, and we have targeted messaging and notification for the purpose of co completing the collaboration loop. So these are a few collaboration-specific um, features that we thought you might be interested in. At this point, I'd like to cut over to, uh, to a, the demo that MD will walk us through. So in the, in the demo, um, uh, there is a precursor story that I will start with, and then you will get to see what the whole, uh, the, the, the sequence of events is. So I have uploaded a document in WorkDocs, and I have um, shared it with MD, and as part of me sharing this, this, this document with MD, I have also outlined a few comments in the document that MD would like to take a look at. So the moment I shared the document with MD, he um, got a notification which, um, which, which was a trigger for him to log into the WorkDoc site. So when he logs into the WorkDoc site, he goes to his um, shared with me views, and he's Im immediately able to look at the document that I've shared with him. The document name is Seattle Tech Company Budget um, for 2017. And here he's able to simply look at all of the comments that I have outlined in the document on the right-hand pane. So there are a few things you will notice immediately when you look at, this, uh, at the whole commenting structure in the right-hand pane. There is comments that I have made at the full document level. There are comments that I have made in specific sections that, that are called out both with a section highlight and with a reference to the page number. So here MD is going through all of the comments that I have reviewed, and he's trying to understand two things. One is, what are the specific comments that I have said? What are the areas of interest that he needs to look at? And the second thing he's going to look at is, uh, what, are there any specific actions for him, to be, it's for him to take with regard to the fact that I have reviewed the document and given comments? And here, he's looking at the second comment that I have, where I said, the numbers look great, but, they, but we need to make sure that uh, the, the, the actual expenses are are tightly controlled so that there are no surprises. And MD decides that there is a response that he needs to give to this particular question that I have. He simply types in the, the, the response and hits enter, and that is it. You'll notice that his response is stored in a hierarchical manner so that anybody who is viewing this set of comments will know that I started off with a comment on, on a specific concern, and then MD replied back with a response. Now he's, he's, he's going through the, 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 the set of comments again, and he's looking, going through each of those comments and responding to it in a very specific manner. Now, you will notice that on the third comment that he's, he's, he's looked at, there are two, two, two additional things that you will notice. One is, I have specifically referred to MD by name and said he needs to be able to, uh, he needs to, be able to verify the numbers that I've highlighted. So you'll notice that I've highlighted a specific section in the document, which is the number, and I've referred to MD by name using at mentions. 
And then I've asked him to be able to look at the number and verify that, that, that it is actually correct and it is something we can go ahead with publishing in the document. So this, in effect, is an action that he needs to take. MD goes ahead, he verifies the numbers are true, and it replies back to that comment saying, yes, I have double-checked the numbers, and they are good. And we can go ahead and publish them in this document. So effectively, he has done three things. He has reviewed all of the comments that I have had with regard to this document. He has looked at specific areas and specific comments that I have made in, uh, with, with respect of where he needs, to be, he needs to respond to and responded likewise. He has taken note of a specific action that I had requested him to take a look at, and he's taken the action and he's resolved the comment as far as the action is, uh, action is concerned. So what you, what you walked through over here is a complete cycle of collaboration between me and MD, where I started off with a document, I asked, I went through the document, I had specific, uh, sp specific feedback, specific areas of action items that MD want, had to take, and then he walked through it at that, at that point in time and completed the entire sequence of collaboration. This is a simple uh, demo that we have, but it, it shows, it highlights to you the power of conversational style collaboration that we have in WorkDocs. Now let's take a look at the second pillar of, of, um, of, of features that we have. So um, from, a, from a perspective of people being able to share and collaborate easily. So there is the, the first aspect was we needed all of the sharing, the permissions, the, the conversational style commenting as features that, need, that will allow you to perform your basic functions around collaboration. Added to that, you will have the requirement of being able to edit your files in, in the browser. You don't, uh, you don't want to be able to have uh, a, a service where you can view the files, you can comment, but then you have to go somewhere else to be able to go edit the document and do other things with it, and then bring back the edited saved file back to WorkDocs. That just breaks the promise that we have given of having all of our collaboration activities in one place, where you can do everything you need to do with regard to the documents in one place. So what we have provided uh, to enable that particular facility is an application called WorkDocs Companion. WorkDocs Companion is a, um, is a, I'm sorry. Yeah. WorkDocs Companion is a lightweight application that you can install on your desktops um, without requiring administrative privileges. Uh, once you download and install the application, it just stays in the background it, it monitors your usage of files and folders in WorkDocs, and, and, and you can simply start using local, um, your local desktop applications to be able to edit files and folders, uh, to, sorry, to be able to edit files that can be saved directly to WorkDocs. So it's a very simple, easy to use application, and all it does is to be able to extend the ability of, for you to be able to use your local desktop applications and edit files and folders directly in WorkDocs. Um, the, the, the power, uh, obviously, like, since we, the way we've talked about it, um, you understand the power of having such a facility, which is, not, uh, which is being able to take what you're familiar with, what you use on a day-to-day -day basis, like your Word applications, your PDF editors, your CAD CAM file editors, and have those applications seamlessly work with WorkDocs to be able to save your files 
in WorkDocs. This is a common theme that you will see threaded through all of, this, all of the offerings and features that we have. We understand that you, are, uh, you, have, uh, a, 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 you have invested a fair bit of talent, a fair bit of time in working on collaborative activities on your desktop. And instead of asking you people to say, hey, look, here is a new way of collaboration. Let's now take everything that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Let's move it over to this new service where you have to learn all of these experiences all over again. Instead of doing that, what we think a better approach is bring the power of WorkDocs to your desktop. So start bringing in facilities to your desktop where as a course of you using your, your, your desktops on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it is reading, um, reading uh, documents, whether it is editing documents, whether it is, it, is, uh, it is being able to share documents, and so on and so forth, we bring the facilities of WorkDocs to you as opposed to the other way around. And WorkDocs Companion is the first of our stories in that theme. Here we'll quickly cut over um, and show you a short demo of uh, what uh, WorkDocs Companion looks like. So going back to the, to, to the original demo that we had, um, MD has, um, has, a, uh, has a series of files that have been shared with him. You'll notice that he's also marked a couple of files as favorites so that he can quickly go look at files that matter to him as opposed to looking at a whole set of files that have been shared with him. So he's, he's used the concept of favorites to identify files that are important to him, and now he's looking at one of those files, which is called openitems.txt. This is a text file that MD has, which he keeps as a side list, where he puts in different action items that he needs to take at various points in time so that he doesn't look tra lose track of them. And he's looked at it now, and he says, hey, um, I need to be, I need to add uh, an additional action item as a consequence of the document that I've just reviewed with Manoj. And if, as you notice, all he's done is he's gone ahead, clicked on the edit button in the browser, and what happens in the background is the file, the latest version of the file is downloaded, and it is opened in the Notepad application on his local desktop. So now he's using Notepad on his desktop to be able to add additional edits. As he's adding these edits, um, the, the WorkDocs companion app in the, in the background is constantly monitoring the fact that he's making these changes. It's, he's tracking these changes. And once he's done and he's saved the file, these changes are automatically uploaded back into WorkDocs. And, and with the end result being that there would be a newer version of this file in WorkDocs. So you'll notice a couple of things. MD did not have to do anything different compared to what he normally does on his, um, on his desktop. He looked at a file, he clicked on it, he, it was opened in a native application, he did the edits, he closed it, and that's it. And the, the net result has been the file is automatically saved up to WorkDocs for him to use and for others to use that he shared with. This is what I mean by seamless integration onto the desktop. And as you can see, um, MD has just made sure that I'm not giving you a tall story. He's gone back into the document preview mode. He's refreshed the document, and you can see that the update that he made in, in the application is actually visible in the preview section. So moving on this theme of bringing, um, moving ahead on this theme of bringing WorkDocs to your desktop, we have another product for you that we think will be very, very useful in your day-to-day -day activities. And that product is called WorkDocs Drive. WorkDocs Drive 
is also an application that you can download from the WorkDocs client download sites and install on your desktops um, and, and, and install on your Windows machines today. When you install this, this application, you, um, you end up with a logical drive on your desktop that you can access through your file explorer. And the, um, the, 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 the model that we are going with is that when, when a user is, 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 is going ahead and using WorkDocs, they're using the same patterns, the same file access, file navigation patterns that they've been familiar with and they've been using it for the last tens of years. They can use the same, same patterns to be able to access files in WorkDocs. So when you, look, when, when you look at WorkDocs Drive again, the question that you will ask is, what, why should we use WorkDrive? And we again answer that from a perspective of two, two personas. There is the user persona, and then there is the admin persona. For users, the fact is just what we talked about. You're able to access your files, files in WorkDocs using the same patterns that you're familiar with, where you access files on your C drive. You can go through Explorer, click, 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 and you get to the files that you're interested in, in WorkDocs, which, uh, which, is, which is available to you seamlessly without you needing to take any additional action. You don't have to have additional expensive storage um, because, um, because there is no storage extensions required. When you click on the drive, you're simply given access to your storage in WorkDrive, uh, in, in WorkDocs. And of course, you, need, you don't need to have worry about not having these files at some point in time if you don't happen to have network connectivity uh, because WorkDrive has a facility of offline access where you can choose specific files that you're interested in and they'll be available for you offline uh, in case you have disruptive networks. So those are the obvious benefits for users. For administrators, it is a, a diff slightly different perspective. They don't need to maintain legacy network shares anymore. So administrators can fully decide now to unwind all of their expensive on-prem file share servers. They can unwind all of the group policy-related backup solutions that they have where they're backing up um, user files and, and, and user um, home directories and whatnot. And they can unwind all of those and simply have the user use WorkDocs as, as the central repository for all of their user files. They save on ongoing operational costs. They save on uh, with easy to manage file shares and work docs, and they save on capital expenditure that they'll have to incur for periodically upgrading all of these um, on-prem file servers. So those are the benefits of work docs that we see across our user base. And now I'll quickly cut over to another short demo where we can talk, where we can show you what work docs, uh, work docs drive looks like. So here, MD has installed WorkDocs Drive on, 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 his, on his demo laptop. And as you can see, he's looking up through File Explorer. And you can seamlessly, and you can see that there is a W drive in File Explorer. This W drive is nothing but a logical drive with files and folders stored in, in WorkDocs. As he clicks through it, as you can see, He's just going to see files and folders just like he sees other files and folders on a C drive and is able to interact with them using all of the patterns that he's familiar with with regard to using files in, in, in Windows Explorer. You will also see that none of these files have actually been downloaded to his machine. 
These files are available in WorkDocs. It is just the metadata around these files that they are viewing, he's viewing locally. So as far as his local storage is concerned, he's using close to zero um, local storage to be able to view these files at, at the moment. And you can see that there are badges against each of those files. These badges tell you if the file is actually uh, physically located in WorkDocs work uh, in the service or if it's physically located on their local drive. He can click on a file, and as soon as he clicks on a file, two things happen. One is the, the request is automatically captured by WorkDocs drive, and the latest file is downloaded from WorkDocs work to the local machine for access by the user. MD, can, uh, MD clicked on a PowerPoint file. It was downloaded from WorkDocs. It's opened in PowerPoint. He can view it, and he can interact with it, just like another file that has been stored on his local disk. And in addition to this, MD decides that, hey, this is an important file that he would like to have, uh, he would like for offline access. He's probably going to take a trip tomorrow, and he's not sure that he has access to ne the network wherever he's going. So what he does at that point in time is simply enable offline access, in the, in, uh, which, is, uh, which is effectively an attribute we call uh, favorites for WorkDocs Drive. So he enables um, uh, fa favorites at the drive level by simply clicking on store favorites locally, and then he goes on to the file and, store, and, and, and at that point in time, he marks that file as favorite, in which case the file is automatically cached for him on his local disk for um, offline use. And here again, offline use is very, very seamless to the user. He can go ahead, look at this file in offline. He can make edits if he wants. And once he's done, he can close the file and not have to worry about the latest changes of this file being synced up to WorkDocs. Uh, WorkDoc service when network connections is resumed. He can also look. We, we, uh, he can also look at the file. You simply right-click on the file. You look at Amazon WorkDocs Drive um, as an option in the menu, and you will see that we have enabled five um, specific facilities with regard to what a user can do on these files. They can copy the web link. Uh, for the file, they can open the, uh, open the file in a browser if they so choose. They can invite other people using the same familiar sharing paradigms that you have in Web UI merged with Explorer. And they can, also, um, uh, they can also lock or unlock the file based upon how they want access to the file control. So you will see that these facilities, these are the facilities that you have today in WorkDocs Drive. And as we go forward, this is the paradigm that we would use to bring WorkDocs to your desktop. And this facility today is available for all our users on, on Windows PCs. Moving on, uh, we have um, security. So we've talked, about, um, we've talked about features, and we wanted to just switch gears a little bit more and talk about uh, the security aspects of how uh, how, how WorkDocs is looking at security from a file sharing and collaboration perspective. We view security in, in, a, fac in, in a set of th uh, six facets that we have outlined on, on the slide that you're seeing. So there is user security, network security, government and governance and compliance, site security controls, file security controls, and uh, data center security. 
For user security, we've already talked about uh, integration with AD, you being able to use um, enterprise AD users and groups. You can also use OAuth 2, which is, which is the industry standard authentication protocol uh, that we use for authenticating all our clients. We enable multi-factor authentication, allowing you to use radius servers integrated with Active Directory to provide an additional layer of user security. We, um, for network security, we have industry strength um, SSL, um, uh, for SSL and TLS uh, tunnels for file transmissions. So all our file transmissions are uh, encrypted with 256-bit encryption, and all the data at rest is also encrypted with 256-bit encryption keys. I'm sorry. For governance and compliance, um, if you visit our website uh, today, you will see a list of uh, governance and compliance certifications that WorkDocs has gone through um, in 2017. We have HIPAA, PCI DSS, ISO 9 star, ISO 27 star, and you can access all of these assurance programs by simply going to um, our website and going on through the, uh, through the AWS console and getting our, our, our certification reports and our compliance runbooks. Site and security controls are very simple. We have sharing controls. We have, um, we have uh, real-time user activities. All of these contribute to having the, uh, having the admin using the same web UI that he would use in his normal day-to-day -day life and be able to do the additional administrative activities without needing to take extra steps. For file and security controls, we have auditing and reporting. We have the ability to recycle, restore uh, deleted files within 180 days. Um, we also have um, the ability to disable file downloads and prints if you want to have additional security on your files, and uh, the ability to, sp to specify expiration codes and uh, access codes for files that are shared using link. And data center security, I don't think we need to talk much about it. The only the call out I would make here is that AWS, uh, the WorkDocs is an AWS service. WorkDocs is hosted in the same data centers. All other AWS services are hosted in, and we have, we inherit the same high level of security that AWS provides for all of its data centers. From an administrative controls perspective, um, we have, we similarly look at it uh, in, in, in four categories, if you will. That is um, user controls, where the administrator can control who is invited to a site, what role the user plays, and, then, and what storage the user needs to have, and what is the user profile on, um, on the site when they access the site, so that other users are able to clearly identify them and interact with them. We have um, shared sharing controls. Um, on sharing site controls that can be applied at the site level. So you have external sharing which can be controlled by administrators. They can turn on or off external sharing. You can turn on or off public sharing. You can selectively set who can share externally or who can do public sharing. And you have site-wide access to storage limits. So you can set profiles that say, hey, I want all my users to have five terabytes of data, and then every new user who is created on the site will automatically have five terabytes of data. You have um, uh, audit controls, which we just talked about. We will, sh we will shortly talk about it a little bit in depth, so you will know exactly what these audit controls look like, but there is this thing called um, site-wide activity feed. It is a real-time activity feed that tells you in real time all of the activities that users have performed 
on the site, including accessing documents, sharing documents, commenting on documents, and so on and so forth. It's a real-time activity feed that our admins can look up at any time, search and filter to identify activities that they're interested in that they'd like to investigate further. Um, we also have um, cloud trail logs and um, diagnostic logs from our various clients for, for administrators who are interested in triangulating specific, uh, specific activities that they would want to go um, look at in, in further depth. And of course, last but not the least, is compliance controls. We talked about how governance and compliance has become increasingly important way back at the beginning and in the, in the start of the presentation. Um, what we are trying to do over here is trying to make compliance controls easy for administrators. Um, you can look up all of the compliance uh, white papers and the compliance and security workbooks on, on the AWS uh, compliance and security sites. You can also look at prescriptive guidance for monitoring and control that come in, as part of these workbooks that are published that are downloadable and ready for you to use. And you can actually participate in the NDA BAA process using a service called AWS Artifact. AWS Artifact today is available for you from the AWS console. Simply log into AWS console, search for AWS Artifact, and you're on your way to going and implementing your own compliance and controls for your work doc sites. Um, Real-time auditing. So we just talked about real-time auditing in, in, from a perspective of how uh, this is one of the important underpinnings of work docs from a security and auditing perspective. So like we talked about it, there are two types of, uh, of auditing activity. There is, a, um, there is a user activity, which is a user performs a series of activities, and they'd like to be able to look at it and, and, and triangulate what activities are happening and react to sharing and collaboration from a per perspective of what is being tracked. That is one aspect. The other aspect is, of course, the admin's perspective, where, hey, administrators need to know what is happening on their site, not as a matter of, of, of looking at activities uh, that are happening uh, in real-time feeds, but more of a forensic kind of approach, where they are told that they need to meet certain compliance requirements. They are informed of a certain security event, and they need to go back and look at the activity feed on the site to be able to correctly track down what the issue is. So we have the user and admin activity dashboard that, uh, that allows you both the user activity feed and the admin activity feed. And along with that, we also provide CloudTrail logs. For those of you who are familiar with CloudTrail, I think uh, it, is, it is easy to understand there is no difference in terms of the CloudTrail logs emitted by WorkDocs compared to other services who also do the same natively, services like S3 and EC2. So we, if you turn on CloudTrail logging, um, WorkDocs is a, is a service that will implicitly start pushing its logs into CloudTrail, and you will be able to go retrieve these logs from your, from your, from your S3 bucket that you've nominated um, to, be, to persist the CloudTrail logs. Um, all of the API activities, are, are, are user-facing API activities, are logged into CloudTrail logs for you to be able to view. At this point in time, we have one more demo for you. And in this demo, um, we will show you activity feed that, um, that is actually tracking all of the activities we did during this, uh, this, this talk. So as you can see, MD has uh, gone ahead and clicked on activity feed. He's, uh, he is an administrator of the site, and he has been told that there is a specific activity performed by a specific user that he needs to go track down uh, for a given date period. 
So what he's done is he's turned on site-wide activity in the filter. He's looking at um, an activity type called open items. And he set the time for all, uh, all activities of that, specific, uh, of that specific type happening within, uh, within a time period, which is today. And if, once he sets these, um, when, he, when he finally get the activity type right, you will see that the filter will show the right set of activities that, um, that he needs to look at. We can probably um, remove that and just look at, um, we can probably take a look at just as uh, all of site-wide activities without the filter so that you'll at least get an idea of what the feeds look like. So here are a set of activities that just happened in the course of this demo. So MD as, uh, as user external item, uh, as external user. That's okay. So MD has said, show me all of the site-wide activities. Let's start at that level. So here, what, it, what, what WorkDocs is telling you is that there is a user called MD External who has downloaded a document called Seattle Tech, um, the document name, and, here they, and we also say the time um, when this activity was performed. So you get the username, the document that the, uh, the activity was performed on, the type of activity that was done, and, he, MD, can sim and MD as an administrator can simply click on the link or for the document to be able to go resolve what the document was where the specific activity of interest happened. So you can see this is, um, this is the beginnings that we have in terms of being able to provide um, a, a, a real-time audit um, log and audit eventing that you can search for areas of interest and you can use uh, for your forensic requirements and other auditing requirements that you might have in the future. And then we'd just like to, um, uh, we'd like to close out by showing, uh, by talking about um, the various applications that WorkDocs has available. We have already looked at the web application. We have looked at, um, at the WorkDocs companion app. We've looked at WorkDrive, uh, the WorkDrive app that installs on Windows. In addition to these, we also have a sync client for, for PC and Mac. We have an iOS mobile client, and we have Android clients. And the, the, the goal that we have uh, with regard to having these clients available is the promise that we have by making to our user, which is you should be able to access all of your documents anytime, anywhere, on any device. And for us, any device are the popular devices that you people use on a day-to-day -day basis. Our pricing model is very simple. Uh, we don't have complex licensing glues. We don't have complex um, feature grid matrices that you have to go through to decide which SKU is right for you and which SKU you should pay for and what feature you should pay for in addition to what you are already signing up to pay uh, as a default rate. So we have kept it as a very simple, we keep it in a very simple model. It's pay as you go, no long-term commitments. You have a free trial for 30 days where you can have complete access uh, to WorkDocs, all its features, no user limits. You can try it out, try out all the use cases that are important to you before you make a decision on, on, on going ahead and subscribing to WorkDocs. We also have no charge for guest users. We, sh we talked about external sharing, and we said guest users are users you can invite, external third-party collaborators that you can invite who can collaborate with you on your documents. These, these users come in as guest users, and there is zero charge for guest users on your WorkDoc site. 
They only get charged when you convert them as an administrator from a guest user to a regular user. And we have two SKUs that you can avail of. There is a free 50 gigabyte SKU that is available with workspaces. So if there is anybody in the audience here who's using workspaces today, you can simply turn on workspaces bundling and be able to access WorkDocs for free. And uh, you, you, get, you get access to all WorkDocs features, but your storage is capped at 50 gigabytes. You can, of course, upgrade that to the full one terabyte at $2 per user per month, or you can go in for the full SKU of WorkDocs, which is one terabyte of storage, costing you $5 per user per month. And quickly, we'll take a look at WorkDocs for developers. Um, there is, there is, um, there are a select few, like we said before, we do understand that we are not in a position to be able to build every feature that is required by all of our customers. It is simply a matter of scale and resources. So what we have done is we have enabled an SDK that is part of the AWS SDK, and it's, it's a rich, um, it has a rich set of features that, can, that you can take a look at, and you can pretty much build any, any solution you, you want in the collaboration space, in the content management space, on top of these SDKs. We have outlined six use cases. Um, there is, uh, we've already talked about how you can integrate your security applications, you can integrate your content management systems, you can, uh, you can use, um, you, you can enable build process management applications using WorkDocs as your base storage repository. You can transfer or you can migrate all of your on-prem content, on-prem file server content to WorkDocs using the WorkDocs API. You can manage user and content lifecycle, like we talked about how AWS Tax is done, or you can build your own custom content experience using your own content generation systems hooked in with WorkDocs as the backend repository for storage and for permission control and so on and so forth. Um, the SDK highlights, we will talk more about this in a, in a session that we have in the next couple of days. Uh, some of the SDK highlights that you might want to know um, is it's part of the AWS SDK like we talked about, so there's no additional effort required for you to be able to use the WorkDocs SDK. We support all standard uh, CRUD operations you would expect from a full-fledged um, SDK, which is interacting with a complex system like WorkDoc service. Um, we have real-time notifications, uh, which is supported using Amazon um, SNS and through webhooks. And of course, we use um, uh, industry standard authentication, which is OAuth 2.0. Um, quick recap of what we've talked so far. Um, WorkDocs is all about this completing the virtuous cycle that you're seeing on your screens. Um, we are all about making it easy for you to find your information, and this does not necessarily mean you going in, typing in search, and, and going through the search results. We are all about bringing the right information to you um, through search and through other methods that we will work through over the coming years. Um, once you search a file, we are all about, once you find the right set of information, we are again looking at being, letting you connect with other people so that you can share this information with people that matter to you to complete your day-to-day -day activities. And once you shared, uh, th th shared your files with these people, 
you are obviously going to be able to collaborate um, in meaningful ways, which is what we saw through threaded commenting. We want you to be able to do all of your collaboration activities in one place without having to resort to other tools such as email, chat, and, 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 and any other supporting application that you might have. Put all of your information in one place, track your information in one place, makes your life far more easier, and makes, your, uh, makes your, uh, your, the way you'd want to go uh, uh, tracking activities from start to completion a lot, lot easy for you. And of course, once we have captured all of that information that's available for you at your fingertips, we want to make it easy for you to be able to act on these. So you will start seeing, um, at mention is one of our first, um, is, is one of the first uh, steps that we've taken in the direction. You will see more um, abilities that will let you act on the feedback, act on the information you've captured to actually come through a virtual cycle, a virtual cycle of completing your collaboration activities. Um, quick links uh, on, on where you can learn more about WorkDocs, how you can get started, how you can get your 30-day free trial going, and where you can download um, integrated applications. Of course, uh, a quick shout out to the related session we were talking about. We have a session on Thursday, um, 11.30 at uh, 4.45 p.m. Um, please do attend if you're interested in building your own custom solutions on top of the AWS SDK. And of course, please don't forget to fill in your evaluations on your way out. It'll be incredibly useful to see what your feedback is so that we can put on a better show next year. Thank you. <laughs>